Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our tight end episode, tight end prospect episode, where we go and break down our five favorite prospects at the tight end position. Um, we'll each have our own list of five. It's not necessarily a consensus. Um, we've done quarterbacks now. We've done running backs, and we'll cap it off at the end with our wide receivers episode, so stay tuned for that. But... You guys want to get right into it. Tight end, I feel like there is this, get like, it is a very deep tight end class, like probably one of the historically best tight end classes that we've had. But there's still like this kind of grouping towards the top that we actually do have a pretty close consensus on the five guys, small differences um, in the ranks. But yeah, um, yeah. Well, you guys want to go ahead and uh, start it off? looks like Alan. I feel like I have a pretty unique number one. Okay, go for it. All right, I'm going with the aerial threat here. Uh, I think the NFL, for one, is starting to put a premium tight end position, so I like the way that this guy plays. I'm going to read off some crazy stats for you, okay? Um, when he was targeted his senior year, his QB rating was 153. And he gave up zero sacks. On top of that, red zone production, eight touchdowns, pretty good. Tight ends don't get a ton of yards, so he only like 500 or something. But I think he's got insane athleticism. He's a great route runner. And uh, I think he, you know, he, he can just kind of open up the field deep. And he's talking about Dalton Kincaid out of yeah. <laughs> For those likes, uh, yeah the summary of what nick said was he likes dalton kincaid you didn't hear anything we heard, we heard bits and pieces we, we got oh. we got most of it he's lagged at the end all good did you hear my 153 passer yard rating yes yeah yeah yep. we got that yeah all right well, i'll just move on Corey, <laughs> call out your nd boy yeah um I think it's pretty obvious who should go number one, best tight end in the college football realm this past season. Um, it's just impossible matchup. Michael Mayer, uh, dude, he where he ranks, okay, he ranks second in the combine behind tight ends over his production score. Um, but, dude, the guy is a absolute freak. Ran 4-7. He has amazing route running skills. He's a decent blocker as well. And again, Notre Dame puts out pretty good tight ends and they have in the past. Um, and again, this kid is something to look out for. Um, the pro comp that's a lot of people are making a comparison to is Jason Witten, which I can definitely see. And if that's the comp you're comparing him to, I mean, Jason Witten was a hall of famer. So um, I'm not saying obviously he has to go out and play the games. I'm, I'm not saying he's a hall of fame tight end off the right off the bat, but when you're getting compared to, uh, NFL great like Jason Witten, that is something that you know, something you should run with and draft very high. I think he's gonna day one be an instant change game changer for a team whoever takes him. Um, so yeah, I I wish the Colts could grab him because we need a tight end, um, but unfortunately he's definitely not gonna be around for the Colts. Jelani, you got Jelani. I know we got Jelani, but he's just he's just Jelani. He doesn't he's just a big. Him. You got to use yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, continue. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. 
Michael Mayer uh, is my number one as well. Corey, you touched on it. He was consistently one of ND's best receivers these past three years that he played there. Um, just a guy who is NFL ready day one on every single route and every single blocking scheme that you could ask him to do. So that's why he's my number one as well. For me, it is Darnell Washington. You know, this guy, he goes out there. He's like the best blocking tight end in the class. Like the dude's 6'7", 270. And then we just saw his combine, which was absolutely insane. Like he, he, he actually rose up my rankings. Like before the combine, I had Washington, I believe, fourth, maybe even fifth. And I, I was very impressed because – I really just thought he was like kind of like a sixth O lineman. I knew he can catch, but like his 40 time, you know, those one handed catches like this guy can definitely, he has the upside to turn into just an absolute stud at, a, at, at the tight end position. I will say Michael Mayer's like the safer pick, like what you're talking about, like ready from like day one, although tight ends typically, you know, Kyle Pitts is, was kind of an exception. You know, he had like a thousand yards in his rookie season, but typically like you don't see tight ends start to peak and get into their prime until age like 25. So even someone like Mayer, you know, maybe if the Chiefs got him or something, he can really start to produce early. But I don't know. I think it's going to still take a little while for even him um, to be NFL like ready. So I'm just going to take the upside here with, with Washington. Um, the dude just yeah. looked incredible to yeah. me. Yeah. He's, he's my number two. Um, I was, I was really hoping that you didn't adjust your tight end rankings so that I could just lay into you about your Anthony Richardson take when this dude is putting out just the most freakish tight end videos and stats and all that combine scores. Yeah. Stuff. So I mean, I saw that and I adjusted my ranks accordingly. Yeah. The dude's a giant. He's a six O lineman who can move. Um, the player comp I've got in here for him is Martellus Bennett, just because that dude was a physical freak, like very good receiver, very good blocker. Um, and just a giant human being. So kind of what you're looking for inside out. Yeah. yeah, he was my number two as well, but, uh, you know, I'm a little upset at the player comp. I think the league was one year without Gronk, and we finally got another rumbling, bumbling, stumbling tight end that we could cheer for. He, The guy's a monster. I saw uh, something out of the combine that his wingspan is the same as, like, Yao Ming's, and, like, he can, uh, you, he can reach across both sides of, like, a – a Ford 250 King Rancher <laughs> truck. So, like, the guy's just a massive human. I like what he could do blocking. Um, he showed that he can make some crafty catches, and he's got a little bit of athleticism. But I think seeing him against, a, you know, some of these cornerbacks and safeties, it's just such a mismatch. It's it's going to be great to watch. Yeah, and he, he was just, you know, Brock Bowers is just kind of like a stud. Like, I mean – well, then you know, next year's draft class, that dude is there, but he was just kind of overshadowed by that. But he is someone that can just at the next level, at the NFL level, really like stand out at, for for what he can do at his size. 
Um, but yeah, for me, it's flipped. So you guys had Washington. I, I have Mayer as my second because he's just, you know, he was my first, uh, he was my favorite tight end before the combine. Um, but like Mayer is still like, he's just, he has such a high, he's the highest floor of all these tight ends. Like, I just think he's going to at least be a good tight end. Like that's his floor to me, just a good tight end. And then, yeah, if he's able to become, someone like Witten, a hall of famer that's great um he just he doesn't he'll never be someone that can just blow you away with his pass catching ability though in my opinion like a, a kittle or a kelsey or a gronk but he can just do a lot of the the little things right what? yeah i think he gets open pretty well though i think you know bringing yeah, up Travis he, kelsey like his he, his innate football iq we're going to go back to that is is pretty unmatched in, in this tight end class. I think just his ability to find space and get open, something we see Travis Kelsey made an absolute legendary career off of. Yeah, but he was also incredible after skill. the catch. Uh, yeah, Mayer's not incredible after the catch, but he's he has one of the best hands in the draft as, as yeah, a tight hands, end. I'm not ta- that's why I think he's so good, because he has great hands. Like he's You a just ch- said that he can't catch in traffic. I never you, said he can't catch in traffic. I said he's not a, a, a Kittle or Kelsey or Gronk in the sense who are good they're pass catchers. They're good pass catchers. No, like yeah. like they 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 can like take the top off of a defense almost. They can run like that's that's not that's, that's not pass catching, BB. It's yards after catch. The yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, they, the yeah. Okay. That's well, that's, that's what athletic I, ability. That's what I mean. Like he'll never get to that level of being a pass catcher. He can do all of what Kelsey Kittle and Gronk can do in intermediary. Okay short levels of the field, but he will never be able to get to that next level. It's just not in his range of outcomes for who he is as an athlete. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you there. I, the way you just phrased it just made me want to question you. And no, I, I didn't mean he's a your football terminology. Guy. So he's just like the breeze. Oh, all right. Breeze he's he's the perfect like possession prospect. Yeah, he's a chain yeah. mover yeah. and he's incredible at it. Uh, my second one was Kincaid just because, I mean, Nick talked on him. Um, he's definitely more of a pure pass catcher than anything as a tight end. Um, you know, he definitely is not a good run blocker. Uh, that's one thing that he's going to have to be able to do and to play a tight end position in the NFL. So that's something they're going to have to work on. Um, that's not an easy thing to teach either. I think and that's something that you, uh, you, you pick up and you, I, I, I again, it's, it's something that he doesn't want to do. He, and he didn't have to do it. Utah. Like he was well, on the outside. I- I think we see a lot, though, like that's what I was saying at the beginning when I was, you know, boasting them up. The the NFL is starting to put guys in positions out wide like you see it with Evan Ingram, Mike Kosicki. It's just like these slot type of roles where they don't really have to block. Yeah, but the best of the best can block. No, yeah, definitely. And and I it's something that, you know, maybe he's not going to be elite at, but he can definitely be okay. Um, and, and I can see him definitely, you know, line up in the slot and becoming just a mismatch for, you know, the nickels and, and the, the free safeties that come down to like earn linebackers. Um, but man, geez, it's that, that's a huge, huge knock on you if you can't be able to run block. So, but I mean, he's, again, he's, he's a really good athlete. So, and a, a freak. So I'll have him there at the two. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I have. I'm with Corey. I have him at three as well for those pretty much exact reasons. I have him marked down as the best pure receiver in the class. Kind of like what you said, Nick, like that's pro- that's how he's going to have to be utilized in the NFL. Just line him out. But 
that's why I have him at three because I don't think he's like his blocking ability is just so, so like, that's why Washington is just kind of a better version of him in my opinion, because of how incredible a blocking is. And he's not that far behind him as a receiver. Yeah. He was my three as well. Uh, my, is everyone's three? Oh, I thought Corey, you had, I no, I had Kincaid too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, we were on the threes by then. You're good. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, so my my three is Musgrave. Um, I have Musgrave there at three. Uh, very limited in at Oregon State. Only played a couple games there. Um, but what he did there was pretty eye opening. Again, not a good, not a good run blocker. That's it, that's the issue with these some of these tight ends coming out of these, you know, Pac-12 schools or um, out west schools is the offenses that they run, they don't need their tight ends to block. They just need them to be pure pass catchers. And that hurts them in the long run, especially in the draft class. Um, you know, he, he can jump out of the building. He's again, a very athletic guy. The The knock on him is going to be, his, you know, his run blocking. Is it something that he's going to have to transition to NFL? And if he can do it, he's going to be pretty good. Um, I, a lot of comparisons I've seen him at is like a Dallas Goddard. Um, Dallas Goddard isn't the elite most elite pass blocker. So if he can get on some level of that, or sorry, run blocker, not pass blocker, but if he can get on the same level as that, then yeah, he's going to have a pretty successful career in the NFL. Yeah. We didn't get to see him his senior year, but I think you look back like, uh, or I guess his junior year, uh, his sophomore year finished uh, one of his last games against Oregon 85 yards and a touchdown like he's the kind of guy who could play that receiver role so I like him you know he's 6'5 250 the perfect size to find a mismatch and like Corey was saying he's an athletic freak um so injury injury kind of sucks I feel like he'd be a little bit higher up and in the draft boards tier but someone's gonna get a great steal here in like the fourth round or something so I'm excited to see him yeah he's what he's my fourth um you guys covered it all. Athletic guy. Let's see how he can develop. It's a deep tight end class, like we mentioned at the top too. So, um, you know, maybe in other other drafts, he's he's higher up because of how athletic he is. But there's just some guys that are definitely ahead of him in the bunch. Yep. Uh, PB, do you have you have the same fourth, right? Um, hold on a second. I actually was adjusting. No, so. Someone, I'll go. You guys can go through your fourth. I'll go. So, well, we are we're on four now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So my fourth is gonna be Sam Laporta, um, out of tight end U, which is AKA Iowa. Um, kind of like Notre Dame, Iowa has always been has had really good success with their tight ends. Uh, you know, he came in at the combine. He was the third most athletic player comp to come in or player at the for the tight end position. Again, blocking, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's just, it's just, it, it's which separates the elite tight ends from the, you know, the not elite tight ends. And, and he played on Iowa's offense was one of the worst offenses in the entire college football uh, land. They were so bad. So um, I, again, I, I just like him because of his athletic ability, you know, be able, his route running is really good as well, but, you gotta be able to block. So we'll, we'll see if he, he's definitely not George Kittle and blocking, but if he can get somewhere, a fraction of what George Kittle is, he'll be very successful. 
Who's next? He's my fifth guy. Um, so Nick had Musgrave or Nick had Musgraves, but my fifth guy is uh, no, I'm on fourth still. All right, so well, it's gonna be the same guy, so I'll follow you. Well, so for four, uh, it's Koontz. Koontz is someone that actually I didn't have him in my top five before the combine, and then he just like he had the best tight end combine, in my opinion, like better than Washington, like had a perfect 10 uh relative athletic score he ran a four five six he had a, a 40 inch vertical and a 10 eight broad jump like he was he was second in the nation among tight ends in 2021 um and i think his combine performance like vaulted him like into the second round of, of the draft he his speed score was in, in incredible um and that is something that matters to when it comes to like producing at an elite level at the tight end position is your, is your speed score. And, and this dude, you know, blew it out of the water. So yeah. I, I did take him. He was out of my top five, but he is over Musgrave is actually out of uh, the top five for me. He was someone that has didn't really show anything in college a whole lot, but then, but then in the combine, he also, it was like, he was supposed to actually win the combine. And then he, was out, you know, Washington looked better. Koontz looked better. I mean, looked, on like, paper, yeah. Like, how are you supposed to beat a guy who's six eight and runs a four five? Like, of course the guy's going to win the combine. Who? Koontz. <laughs> no, but but yeah, but he he came in and did that. Like, he wasn't, you know, he yeah. wasn't. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, you can't they also played at Old Dominion. Else. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't seen much, but I think just the raw athletic ability and and is insane. Yeah. For his size and strength, like he power cleaned like 400 pounds or something on top of that. So he's like fast. He's insanely strong. Like, he probably shouldn't be doing that if he wants a long NFL career, but um, <laughs> it's he's just a physical specimen. So you got to give him a shot. But yeah, the thing is, he like Musgrave just to me, he was someone that like, I had him ranked for because I was like, okay, he hasn't shown really much in college, um, but he's going to crush the combine. And then he, he didn't. So like, I'm not, I can't, like, I don't know how I'm going to have him in my, in my top five. PB, you'd make a really bad NFL GM if you just drafted off combine. And I'm not just drafting Anthony off Richardson. Nick, <laughs> Nick, what has Musgrave shown in college? Well, he was hurt. I mean, you, we didn't get to see. So, much. so you're t- so you didn't get to see much from a guy, and then His he doesn't do year. The, and then he doesn't do anything in the combine. Yet you're going to mm-hmm. rank him over someone like Koontz? It doesn't make. He was, doesn't he was 19 up. year old, 19 years old, and one of the best tight ends in the country a sophomore year. So, yeah. I know the hype hasn't been there the past year because he didn't get to play much, but okay, like yes, it's all about, it's right all about potential. Five, but Coons blew me away, so I'm, I'm gonna have him there. It happens a lot of you, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, it uh, let's go to number five. That was five for you. Uh, oh, Nick no, and Alex Koontz, had Coons was four for me. It was five for me. So oh, why don't okay. you go for five, PB? Well, got the hot mic. I had Laporta. I had Laporta from Iowa. Reliable hands, good receiving tight end. Corey covered it. Yep, that's mine too. Laporta, massive route tree. 
Iowa's tight end U. Nick yeah, playing in the pro style offense there too, which is always good, even though the quarterback play was <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> uh, Nick, are you going to touch on uh, Kuntz? Or are you just dead? I mean, no, nah, not anymore. Nothing had. He's, right. he's a good prospect just from yep. a physicality perspective, but who knows what he could do at the NFL level. He only played at Old Dominion. Yeah. Um, my fifth in the uh, rounded out is going to be Washington. Um, how? 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 Oh, did how? You guys he built in a lab. He's an alien. He's from outer space. How do you, how do you, how do you have Musgrave over Washington? Just tell me that. Based on what he can do with his hands and, and the route runner and the just the not just based on the fact that he can be an extra blocker. That's why I have Washington at fifth. Um, sweet. Washington pushed a sled. Yes. I mean, that's incredible. What he did with that dude reminds me of uh, Zwisowski from uh, Longest Yard who just like flipped over the fucking <laughs> the, you know, the the practice dummy. I mean, yeah, he's moving. Incredible, the, uh... he, he's super strong. He's huge. But. Other than that, and like he, he's a huge blocker. He's just a and he's fast a big as body. shit. He's a big body. That's fast as shit and can catch. Yeah, I I just don't. I can see maybe. I'm not saying he's not gonna have a good successful career. I'm just not gonna base him off his combine scores and just throw him at the very top of the list because of what we saw him pushing a, a dummy. I mean, yeah, he's he's a freak athlete for sure. Not gonna put that against him. But being a successful tight end in the NFL, I don't know. I I just. We'll see. I mean, Jelani Woods had an insanely freakish athletic score, and like he's kind of panning out. How but, like he's Jelani? a terrible blocker. How old is Jelani? This was his first year in the NFL. Yeah. How and how old is he? Tight ends literally don't do anything till they're like twenty five years old. Okay. Well, uh, fine. All right. We'll go off twenty. So, based off what we've all talked about, nothing means anything because they don't do anything until they're twenty five. Like so. I'm saying, like you can't tight end is a position that you can never. Like just say even like three years in, say I'm just I, I'm just saying that he's gonna have a lot bigger issues dealing with the defensive ends in the NFL than he did in college. Yes, he could push those guys, those soft freshmen, sophomore, juniors around. Like this is not the same as it's gonna be like in college. Am I am I saying he's not gonna have success? No. I just think it's gonna be a little bit more eye opening and it's gonna be a little bit more difficult. PB, you taking Kyle Pitts or Washington? You can only have one. Kyle Pitts. And he's done great. He he had a thousand yards in his rookie season, which is all right. right. That's enough tight end talk. Nick, you can trash trashing Kyle Pitts is gonna be about as bad as your trashing Patrick Mahomes take. So we'll revisit that um when Kyle Pitts proves to be a Hall of Famer. But in six years when he's 25. Nick, that, that's when tight ends break out when they're 25 years old and Kyle Pitts already did it in his rookie year. Like, I don't know what else to say. Um, okay. Like the fact that no, – whatever. I'm, I'm done with, with it. All right. <laughs> Got it. Um, that'll do it for this episode. We'll be back for wide receivers uh, for our final episode of our draft prospect breakdown, and then we will do our first mock draft of the year.